All right. The provincial government, and we've talked about a few of them over the past couple of weeks, um, laying out their priorities and giving their different ministries the marching orders, if you will, mandate letters, right? Each minister, the premier gives them a mandate letter that says, hey, listen, as minister, this is what I want you to take a look at. This is what I want you focused on. These are sort of the tasks I would like to see you tackle uh, as minister of X, Y, or Z. Uh, we had Demetrios Nicolaides on. Um, last week talking about education. Um, we've talked to a few of them. Um, last week, we heard uh, some of the details around the Minister of Forestry and Parks, Todd Lone. And, and in that mandate letter that he was given, there's a million different things. There's a lot on the go there. It's a busy portfolio. Um, some of the areas that have mentioned have some people um, cautiously... <laughs> Concerned? I mean, keeping a close eye on this and wanting to be at the table as some of these plans go forward. Uh, for example, an increase in campsites, to almost a thousand more campsites in the province of Alberta. Now we know that the, the demand is there, right? What happens every time the campsite, campsite booking opens every year? It's, it, it, they're gone within seconds. We know a lot of people in this province love to get out and use our wild areas for recreation. So that's part of the job. But the other part of it is, what about the environmental side of things and the conservation side of things? And how does that fit into what's being told to our minister? And how do those two work together? Um, so to get some insight as to what the concerns might be, we're going to speak with Tara Russell, who's program director for Canadian Parks and Wilderness Society's Northern Alberta chapter. Tara, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time. Thanks so much for having me on today, Shane. So when we talk about these mandate letters, I mean, there's it's nothing official. It's not like this is legislation. But what it does is give us an idea of the government's plans, the government's priorities in certain areas. So in what you've seen when it comes to parks and forestry and and what might be proposed, what has you um, uh, concerned, I guess is the right word? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, as you kind of mentioned in your introduction there, one of my biggest concerns with this mandate for the Forestry and Parks Ministry is that I'm not seeing the environment prioritized at all. And again, as you mentioned, Albertans ha- love yeah. nature. They love parks and protected areas. Um, and I think it's great that we're looking into providing more opportunities to access that but it's happening without, again, that priority in conservation and protecting our environment. Do we know that, though? I mean, are, are we being fair? Because, I mean, there, part of the mandate letter also says, hey, get all stakeholders together. So, I mean, is there an opportunity to try and make sure that all voices are heard? I, I did see that, and um, I agree. We do need to be having those province-wide discussions um, about how we protect our landscapes and again provide those spaces for Albertans. However, what we're not seeing in a ministry responsible for parks is any indication of a priority to increase the number of protected areas and parks. Um, and I mean, if we're being honest, we're facing a biodiversity and a climate crisis and increasing our parks and protected areas is a proven way to kind of mitigate those an- impacts. Um, how, how could we um, characterize that? Would it be percentage? Would it be in numbers? Like, what would be the ideal? Like, if you're if you're invited to sit at the table and and this is the proposal that you're making, what would you be looking for in terms of increases in protected areas? Yeah, and you know what? I don't even have to come up with that. That is something that just recently, as this December, 
the global community started talking about um, committing to protecting um, one third of our landscape. And that's just what the science with the evidence is suggesting we need to halt and reverse that biodiversity crisis that we're facing. What are we at now in Alberta? Do you know? We're at about 15%. Okay. Just over 15.6. Yeah. So we need to at least double where we are right now then. We do. If we are going to address some of these, um, these crises that we're facing. When we have this conversation around this and, and legitimate concerns, I mean, conservation has to be part of this conversation. Can they both happen at the same time? Because like you said, and you acknowledge, and we, we know it's an important part for a lot of Albertans is, is to being out and using these spaces for recreation. Can they both happen at the same time? Or do these need to be an either or situation? I don't believe that they have to be an either or situation. Um, and I think, you know, CPAWS in the past year has also done some polling and they, the polling reports back to us and says that 95% of Albertans are concerned about wildlife and 77% of Albertans support increasing the number of protected areas to protect wildlife, um, which I think is really encouraging and says that Albertans are really willing to come to the table and step up to support the environment. A lot of these things are not completely mutually exclusive. There are many ways to enjoy nature and still protect mm-hmm. um, wildlife populations. I think what we have done um, a, not a very good job of in this province is actually stepping up to do the land use planning that's required to cover that um, and to have those conversations about where different activities are appropriate or not. Um while considering the needs of our wildlife and wild spaces. Um, And if we're going back to the mandate letter for forestry and parks, we're not really seeing a commitment to complete that land use planning with conservation in mind. Um, That being said, the Environment and Protected Areas Ministry, which you'll recall the ministries were split um, last year, just kind of further confusing things, Um, that, that mandate letter does contain mention of doing some of these land use plans. And, and and I guess I'd come back to Tara and hopefully keep my fingers crossed that that um, directive to bring all the stakeholders together on development planning will happen and, and we'll have an opportunity to have all the voices heard. And like you say, the things you're talking about, if most Albertans are supportive of it, um, that will see the light of day. Uh, I sure hope so. I think we, we do urgently need need it. Um, and we know that going through this land use planning process and the creation of protected areas are really important tools in land management. I guess I just really wish that um, if we're talking about the priorities that are set out in this mm-hmm. mandate, I I think that it was it was lacking highlighting the, the protection of nature, the increasing the number of parks or protected areas, or improving um, the plight of species at risk were really highlighted in this. I think yeah. it was really missing that focus. Fair enough. For a ministry that's in charge of a significant part of our public lands when it's covering all of the forestry tenure in the province and all of our existing parks. Absolutely. I think you make a good point. Like you say, I think a lot of people would agree with you that this needs to be uh, a part of that conversation. Tara, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you being here.